This is the Balance Period Podcast, where we focus on awareness, accountability, and appreciation to uncover the tools we can use today that will help us increase our self-awareness and live a more balanced life. I'm your host, Recovery Ray. Let's learn and grow together. All right, welcome back to the Balance Period Podcast. This is episode 94. We're getting close to episode 100. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. actually excited Me about too. that, to get into the triple digits of episodes. Hey. Okay, so just like every episode, we're going to start out today with sharing a healthy self-care habit that we practice. So I'll let you go ahead, Nick. Dope. For the people that get to see the YouTube video, you'll see my gallon jug of water. And for those listening, I have a gallon jug of water that has times um, printed on it throughout the day so that if you're not good at getting your water in, it's mm-hmm. like, hey, from 2 to 9, you should drink about this much. From 9 to 11, about this much. Oh, nice. And I'm very big on my water intake. I really don't drink any pop. I drink teas, some juices, but water is like what I drink all day, every day. Because I realize when I drink water, I feel better. Like, I really have a passion for water. Wow. I mean... We are made up of a lot of water, so it makes sense that if you stay hydrated, you're probably going to feel better. Exactly. So, nice. How long have you been using that jug? So, almost a year now. Okay. Yeah, so consistent. It's like my third jug because they break, I drop it, I might lose it, leave it at the gym, you know, but uh, (laughs) it definitely helps. Dope. Okay. So, for my habit, I am actually going to pull out my phone. For anyone watching the YouTube video, they'll be able to see, kind of show it to the camera here. But I use the background of my phone as a way to remind myself of the person that I want to be and the things that I want to accomplish. Dope. So it pretty much is keeping my values and goals at the forefront of my mind on a consistent basis. I figured, hey, if I'm going to have a phone, a piece of technology, I might as well be able to use it to remind me of things that I find valuable. So Definitely. on it, I have some things for like business, my, my personal life. And also, I recently added some mantras to it. So I have like, I call them mindful mantras. And they pretty much are aligned with the things that I said I wanted to do more of this year. I'm just going to read off uh, one of them for you. May I recognize the full worth of my life and treat what I have like what I want. I mean, it's nice to have that right at my fingertips. And even when I'm not paying attention to it, I'm able to look at my phone and be like, oh, my attention is brought back. So. I would highly recommend using, if not your phone, then maybe a mirror, but just something to remind you of the person that you want to be and what you want to accomplish so that you can continue to put energy towards that person. Because the more energy that we put anywhere is going to grow, is going to expand, and the odds of it actually coming true increase significantly. So shout out to technology. Facts. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So today... Today is the topic is interesting. Now, it kind of came about from different conversations that I've had with people over the months and from what we experienced last year, right? COVID-19, a pandemic, we were in quarantine. There was a lot that was happening that was out of our immediate control and it was uncomfortable. The the space that we were required to be in was at home. And a lot of times people left home so they didn't have to think about what's going on in their home. So it, it was really interesting. And what I would naturally do from being someone who does the work that we do, I'm thinking positively, right? What we help people cultivate is a positive present perspective. And so they can be more mindful 
and they can be aware, be accountable and appreciate the lives that they have. Right. And so some people that I would have conversations with would be like, why you always got to be so positive? And, you know, I recognize that, you know, there can be a point where positivity can be toxic. Oh, yeah. And today our topic is toxic positivity. Now, before we kind of go back and forth on it. Yeah. I have a Healthline article. Um, as I mentioned last week, I use Healthline as a resource for different topics like what we talk about on the show. So just a brief explanation. Uh, this is from a Dr. Jamie Zuckerman. Toxic positivity is the assumption either by oneself or others that despite a person's emotional pain or difficult situation, they should only have a positive mindset or in this case, her pet peeve is positive vibes. So let's go ahead. Let's talk a little bit about being overly positive because it is a thing and kind of how you have noticed that in your life or your interactions with other people. Yeah. So and when I read that in there, I instantly thought of kind of what I talked about last week. When, when we feel something, we're projecting it out to other people. Mm-hmm. And that's where we get our validation from. And so one thing I realized for myself was because I was in a previous relationship where it literally was said to me, why are you always so positive, this and that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, if I'm always positive, then nothing can be bad and this and this and that. But it's not, that's not the case. Right. Now that my awareness has grown, I more so allow myself to feel all my emotions, mm. but I won't identify with my emotions. Because I believe that as we begin to identify with our emotions, now we're going outside of ourselves and expecting people to affirm those emotions and to say, like, yeah, what you're feeling is right. When in turn, you determine all that here. Hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I, th- I see the attachment that we have to said emotional state will determine whether we are able to see it from a different perspective or not. And and. and in that, you know, the brief definition that I read before, it was talking about neglecting the acceptance of what's actually happening. And I think that is where the problem, quote unquote, lies, right? And people, you know, an arm is hanging off and you, nah, everything's fine. <laughs> Smile, bro. Smile And then everyone that's looking at them is, you're okay. Be positive. Be, think about what you're grateful for. Yo, how am I great? What? Why am I thinking about what I'm grateful for when my arm is hanging off? You know what I'm saying? So. It's it's interesting. It's really interesting. So go back into it a little bit more what you were talking about before, right? Being uh being identified with said emotions. Go yeah, go so ahead into that. We uh, one thing that I say a lot is that labels equal limit, mm-hmm. and so we label a lot of emotions. So when we think of an emotion like sadness, no, we're gonna keep it positivity. So let's think of positivity. Mm-hmm. That means upbeat, happy, uh, anything that you can think of that brings joy and all those things. Mm-hmm. When in reality, we just made it that it doesn't mean that a person can still be positive would be upset within this situation. That's completely determined by them. But as long as we identify ourselves by these labels, we're always going to need something outside of us to affirm that. And I believe that's where the quote unquote problem comes in at when we're trying to get somebody to say like, oh, yeah, you're right to feel that way, this and that. Or like in the world today, I believe this. So everybody else should say, okay. Right. We don't have to say, okay. And with the positivity is to allow yourself to accept things. Mm. And when you get in that state of acceptance, now positivity just is now sadness is. And you get to determine what your response is going to be to those things 
when the situation presents itself. Right. Because through acceptance, you are truly recognizing the full worth of said experience. Yeah. You recognize that, hey, even though right now I'm experiencing an uncomfortable emotion, there is also peace present in this moment, too. Exactly. And I get the choice at that point to determine what I'm going to give my energy to. So, yeah, I think I think that's huge in not necessarily being overly positive. Right. Because you can't be overly positive if you're accepting where you are because you accepted everything. Exactly. That's there in that moment. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciate you bringing that to the forefront of our minds today. I'm going to go ahead and read. There are a few options that they give from this article. It's, so it's how do you deal with toxic positivity? One of the things that we just talked about is acceptance. The first one is avoid ignoring or stuffing your emotions. So that's the thing. Like you said before, how you approach yours, you feel it. I know we've talked about it on the show, but naming, going through the process of noticing the emotion that you're experiencing, acknowledging where you're experiencing it, making space for that emotion and expanding your awareness around it to truly accept it for what it is. Going through processes like that will help you not feel like you have to be positive when you are experiencing something that's uncomfortable because you don't. It's okay to experience that. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'll even go as far as say is in those moments, audit where those thoughts come from, because mm. a lot of times they're not even our own. We think we have to be this way in this situation because that's all we've been taught, told, seen, known, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Take these opportunities within your awareness to create a new experience for yourself. Yeah. The second point on here, which I think now comes from a little bit of a different perspective, I think from what we've been talking a lot about up until this point has been when we experience an emotion, how we respond, which is, of course, all we can be accountable for, right? At the end of the day, we will also come across other people who may be experiencing uncomfortable emotions. So now how do we respond to them? And this is uh, a way to speak to that. Listen and validate how others feel, even when it's different than how you feel. So it's being able to listen to someone and to show empathy and to truly understand where they are meet them where they are and then if there is a space for you to contribute to them taking from where they are to somewhere that is more happy or that is more peaceful go ahead and do that but that's not where everyone is going to be on their journey to be ready to do something like that so being willing to listen and be there with them is important definitely i was going to say like the listening part to me is one of the biggest because i've we've talked about before on the show we get so quick to explain things to people try to fix things that we muddy stuff up and when you just listen and allow someone to just be and you're there just just allow them to be it's so much more impactful because they're really just talking to themselves facts yeah i've talked with many of people who have talked themselves through whatever it is they thought they were going through prior to that conversation. Yeah. So it's definitely powerful to be able to truly listen and just seek to understand instead of seeking to fix or even help in that case. Okay, the third one, it says, remember it's okay not to be okay. I think this one is powerful because by accepting that you're not okay, you allow yourself to be okay. (laughs) So it's just, you know, remembering it's okay to not be okay, you know? doesn't necessarily mean you're weak. I know for me it was being afraid of being looked as less than because I'm not, you know, strong. You know, and at the end of the day, when you truly accept where you are, you are demonstrating more strength than you denying what you're actually experiencing. So powerful. Yeah, for sure. The fourth one is remember that feelings aren't mutually exclusive. 
So that's an interesting one there. I'll, I'll read this one, uh, read into this one a little bit more. Healthy positivity acknowledges authentic emotions. It rejects the either or mindset and holds that two opposing concepts can be true simultaneously. So that's what we were talking about like before. Yeah. Even though I'm experiencing fear, there's also peace here, too. Yep. Two things can be here at the same time. And I get to choose where I'm focusing. And I think that's the biggest part is we get the choice. We right. literally get to choose in that moment what it's going to be for ourselves. Yep. Dope. Well, yeah. So shout out to Healthline for this yeah. very informational article. Uh, there is a ton more even on this topic that you can check out. So visit their site. Yeah. So after, you know, the conversation today, what are some some closing words that you would like to leave for our listeners? So I'll bring it back to what I said a little bit earlier, and I encourage everybody to audit their thoughts in these situations or even after the situation. Say something happens, you react a certain way, it doesn't go how you planned, whatever. At some point, that situation is going to be over and you'll be with yourself and you'll have time to reflect. Mm -hmm. In that reflection, audit your thoughts on why you did stuff. Where does this come from? For me, that was a big part of my journey because I then became aware that a lot of the things that I believed, thought, and did weren't even things that I wanted to do in the first place. They were just what I thought I was supposed to do. And by switching over to what I truly wanted gave me the freedom, gave me awareness within acceptance, and then started to create the momentum and creating the life that I desired. Facts. Yeah, man. That's powerful. For mine, honestly, based on the topic today, I would just say tap in the balance period. I know you all are already listening to the podcast right now, but all of the stuff that we talk about, cultivating simple, sustainable self-care habits, practicing mindfulness, uh, developing mental discipline, all of those things will allow you to not be overly positive and to accept what you're experiencing so that you can choose how you respond and ultimately become the person that you want to be. It's a process. It's not an easy process, but it's a simple process. And everything that we talk about, all the resources that we provide are designed to guide you through that process step by step. So just continue to tap into what we have to offer. I know I can say this on here now, but you can become a member of Balance Period. There's a link in our bio that you can click and you'll see it'll say become a member. And by doing so, you give yourself the opportunity to tap into the other resources that we have to offer. We give weekly exercises that will help you cultivate the skills that we talk about are valuable on this show. We also give you direct access to us so that you can ask us any question that you like um, so that you can continue to learn, continue to grow and be the best version of yourself on a daily basis. I know we talked a little bit about it last episode, but why that's so important is because we are the example to the next generation. I was just looking up the, the generations and it's Gen Z is the generation that we're pretty much, we're influencing significantly yeah. right now. And especially with everything that we've been through over this last year, right? Recognizing that how we respond to that will literally influence the next generation of human beings. Yep just by how we respond to this adversity that everyone faced. So it's, it's important to recognize that, which is the awareness side of things, then take accountability for that so that you can appreciate your life and be the best example that you can be for anyone watching. Go ahead, talk a little bit about, because I know both of us have experienced this. 
people watch and oh, people man. listen to what we do and we have no idea. Yeah, so I actually had an experience with a uh, guy. He invited me to a clubhouse room. Shout out clubhouse. And in that room, he told the people that, hey, I've been listening to Nick's videos. I post them on uh, Facebook. And he said, I've been listening to him for about a month. And I've literally seen my life change as I started to take accountability for the life that I'm living. Mm -hmm. And now when I look at his Facebook wall, it's all, hey, we're going to wake up, make today great. We're going to choose this. I'm going to choose greatness. I'm manifesting this in my life. I'm doing this and that. When beforehand, it would be complaining stuff, like negative stuff. Mm -hmm. Now his whole life is starting to change. And it's so dope that I was able to be a part of that. And that's so awesome. And to be aware that no matter what you do, when you put it out into the world, somebody sees that shit. Like somebody sees it For sure. and they're going to take it and run with it. So whenever you put something out, put out what you want. Be right. you. Facts. So, yeah, that's the end of this episode. Thank you for your time and attention today. Your time is valuable, and we appreciate you spending some of it with us. If there was anything that you found valuable from what you heard today, all we ask is that you take action on it so that you can continue to learn, continue to grow, and be the person that you want to be. Dope. That's it. Peace. I appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If there was anything from today's episode that you feel added value to your life, all I ask is that you share it. You can find a shareable link to this podcast on our social media platforms. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, our handle is at Balance Period. Once again, thanks for tuning in. And remember, be aware, be accountable, and appreciate life. Peace.